Welcome to the Ramcast. This is the second episode we have scheduled here in January of 2024. I'm Aaron Crew, Director of Communications, Marketing, and Media, and welcome, Andrew. I'm Andrew Rothermel, Coordinator of Media Communications for Springford School District. And we are so excited to be back in the studio recording the Ramcast again. You heard us back last week with a little explanation about where we've been over the last year and hopefully where we're going over the next school year. Um, or the next calendar year as we're fresh into 2024. So getting started right off the bat, my word of the day today is going to be opportunity. And I came up with this as I was thinking about our next guest, our guest who's on today, who will be Beth Lease, our director of human resources, and the opportunity that she affords to so many people, um, new employees, current employees in the school district, students, staff, community members, Beth's reach uh, for opportunity within the school district is so much wider than I think we even realize. So I'm really excited to have her on today to talk to her and learn more about what she does here, and how many people she reaches here in Springford. And I'll take what's good. Ah. Ah. We, this episode is going to be airing on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15th, 1929, and MLK Day is observed on the third Monday of January each year. Mm-hmm. And for my fun facts for this episode, since we are in the middle of January, January 1st is not only New Year's Day, but also Global Family Day, promoting peace, unity, and understanding among different cultures and nations. Another one, the January full moon is traditionally known as the Wolf Moon, a name derived from Native American and early colonial American folklore associating wolves howling with hunger during the winter. We learned all about that, I think, with um, the Eagles parade speech, right? We heard about hungry dogs. Yes. Same Different? Similar, okay. yeah. That, there's my Hungry dogs reference. run faster. There we go. And then <laughs> January 23rd is known as National Handwriting Day. Huh. Um, it encourages people to embrace and celebrate the art of handwriting in the digital age. Um, I think it's important to be able to handwrite, and I, mm-hmm. we do teach that here. We do teach so it here. It's, yep. it's, it's good to celebrate that. When and I was at, uh, I think it was Brooks. Uh, no, it was the district-wide... K through five family literacy night. Uh, we had some teachers there from our ELA department and they were showing off student cursive handwriting. Um, so you see on the internet, sometimes it's not always accurate, uh, that schools don't teach cursive ever, anymore. And we have kids just writing up a storm, connecting all those letters. I, I think I also saw on TikTok a trend to write all of the letters without them separating. And the Gen X was like, well, that's cursive. <laughs> So, what's happening? Uh, But our kids are handwriting, and they're squiggly writing and cursive writing, all the things. Yes, we want them to be able to sign their names. Yep. All right, should we talk about Beth? Sure, let's bring her on. With us today, we have Beth Lease, our Director of Human Resources. Beth has been with Springford for 15 years, and she has many more in the books with other school districts. She's a lover of all things Philly, an avid hiker, horseback rider, and the warmest cold person we know. Welcome, Beth. Thank you so much for having me. In one of your facts, uh, you said that you are cold all the time, and it's true. Uh, you're cold all the time. We are extra cold today here in the studio. Andrew keeps the studio at about 27 degrees, so we're bundled up with blankets today. Celsius. You can talk. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I didn't know. It's okay. The question wasn't asked. Conversational. Conversational. Okay. I'm not it's good okay. at conversation. <laughs> great. So tell us what makes you a great human resources director. <laughs> I have still a conversation. <laughs> Well, Beth, why don't you actually give us a brief overview of your role here at Springford as Human Resources Director? Sure. So as HR Director, I oversee um, pretty much everything from the time an employee is recruited and hired with the district all the way through till their resignation or retirement, um, and then everything in between. So we work with um, employees as far as interviewing, hiring, uh, new hire paperwork, helping with the mentor process, um, helping curriculum and instruction with some of the induction pieces. Um, we do everything from benefits administration to labor relations to um, the health benefits that we have and everything in between. Um, whatever support we can provide to our staff to help them be successful here, that's what we do. And your background didn't necessarily start out in human resources. You went to Delaware Valley uh, College and majored in science and agriculture. Well, um, actually, no, no. Um, that so was actually, a lie. I went to Delaware <laughs> Valley College of Science and Agriculture okay. of Science Thank for you. a bachelor's degree in ornamental horticulture, which is basically landscape design. So exactly that's like my, human resources. Exactly like human resources. <laughs> It's all about putting plants in places that they're going to thrive, ah. and HR is very much about putting people in places that they're going to thrive. So it is very similar. I like so that. So there, yeah. is, there is a little bit of similarity. Yeah. yeah. The new HR tagline. You like that? Yeah. You like that? We're going to work it all in. Planning people where they... Where they thrive. Where they grow to thrive. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll get it there. We'll get it there. Um, so pivoting from where you started, what initially drew you into a career in human resources? Um, actually it was just by happenstance. So I had graduated with my degree in landscape design in the early nineties. Um, and a recession hit and it turns out people really don't want their lawns landscaped and spend money on designs when they can't afford food. Mm -hmm. So, um, I needed to find another career path. And at that point in time, I was just looking for a job and I ended up working at a place that's now Patan in King of Prussia, but it used to be the Eastern Instructional Support Center. So I was hired as be a receptionist. Hmm. Um, and then from there, I moved into the Montgomery County Intermediate Unit in their HR office, where actually I started out as their attendance secretary and substitute caller. Hmm. So I was in the office 5.30 in the morning getting substitutes for the entire county um, because the IU has classes all over Montgomery County. From there, I went back to school, um, went to Ursinus for a capstone class, um, mm -hmm. capstone studies in human resources. And I was encouraged by my boss at the time, Jane Mansway, who later became my mentor. Um, she saw potential in me and encouraged me um, to get that. Once I did that, I landed a job as an assistant HR director at Norristown Area School District. So I was there for a hot minute. Um, and then kind of my career unfolded from there in HR, starting at Hapro Horsham School District, where I was their HR director, and then went back to school for my um, MBA degree. It's always interesting to hear the paths that get us here when people in education who aren't necessarily teachers, who have always felt that um, desire and thrive and, and need to teach, how the rest of us sort of find our way into education. There's never really a straight path as there is with teaching of I've known since I was seven that I was going to lead a classroom. Um, so it's, it is always interesting. Our uh, last super, assistant superintendent, Alan Roach, he, I think, went to dental school. 
or was that's that a Bob? frightening thought that's one a of frightening the two thought. of them one of them went to dental school for a moment uh it actually might have been bob rizzo that's even more frightening yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's never a straight path so it's always interesting to hear how um our education supporters get into public education yeah never in my life did i really think that i was going to end up as an hr director i'd never even given it any thought um when i was thinking about careers mm -hmm. And as we talk about what led you into your career, what strategies do you use to um, recruit and retain our high-quality teachers and staff here? Sure. Um, so it's, it, that's getting more challenging, I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. Um, but, but we try to get out to where people are. So we, we definitely use social media more and more. Um, I think uh, Sydney Wiesner has friended every single person possible yep. on LinkedIn <laughs> um, throughout the entire country um, in order to recruit. Um, but we do the tried and true getting to the job fairs, being visible, um, again, doing a lot more through social media. We're doing a lot um, working with colleges and universities to get their student teachers placed within the district so people can see how fantastic this district is and really get good experience here. Um, we're even going out, Sydney um, is going out more and more into the colleges to even talk about interview strategies. And she's taking um, pe different people with her, like Dave Krakauer has gone out with her. Um, Lindy Paleo has gone out with her. Lindy Palladino. Mm, Palladino. Lindy Palladino has gone out with her um, to help Mary talk to. Mary Palladino? Mary Palladino was a teacher. Lindy is a psychologist. Okay. Um, so Lindy's going out with her. So we're bringing different people out to connect with students just so they can see what options are available within Springford. Because everybody thinks, oh, you need to be a classroom teacher. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's so many opportunities within the district. Mm -hmm. um, everything from um, business office, special education, uh, custodial maintenance type services. It's not just all about the teaching. So when we're out recruiting and retaining, we're trying to cast a really, really wide net. And as we're casting that wide net, we know from what we've heard nationwide, there are some really unique challenges uh, in public education and finding new teachers, young teachers coming out of college, and even finding people who want to go into college to be teachers. So how can we uh, consider that here at Springford, and what, it, what are some steps that you guys take as you're starting to look at maybe some of our seniors here in high school? Sure. So a, a lot of work we're hoping could be done um, within Springford and, and uh, to be honest, high schools across the country as far as uh, people encouraging students to get into teaching. So we have our future planning center, which mm -hmm. is amazing. Um, so they'll be on next, next week. Oh, episode. fantastic! Yeah. So by providing opportunities, I've gone in there as the HR director to talk about human resources to a couple students. Um, I know other times teachers have gone in to talk about the, you know, the teaching career and what that can yield for people. Um, but, but having people consider that as an option, mm -hmm. um, I, I think is, is really, really important. I think it's really important for our staff to tap current students and say like, you know what, I see a lot of potential in you as, as a student who would become a great teacher. Mm -hmm. um, this is what I see in you. And just kind of get that thought in their head that can go, that can really, really go a long way. My uh, neighbor's son, who's 15, I call him like the Pied Piper of the neighborhood because the kids just want to hang out with him. And I always say to my neighbor, Leslie, uh, Ethan would make the best physical education teacher. 
He, he just loves to come up with games with them and play. And, and he's 15 and he's playing with, you know, the little kids, but he's having so much fun and they so enjoy him and look up to him. And I so hope that he listens to us, which I don't think he will, um, and goes into that career because he could make such a difference. And that's huge. It is huge. And I, I just don't think um, we're doing enough to encourage our students. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not its not a Springboard thing. I don't want it to come across that way. But I don't think that, that we as individuals are doing enough to encourage our students um, to get into the field of education. And quite honestly, I don't know what education is going to look like in 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So so you want people who can think a little bit differently and, and can think about what education might look like in 5, 10, 15 years. Um, and, and I think we just need to prepare our students to become those educators down the road. And we do have, Andrew, I don't know if you know anything about it yet, the Future Teachers of Springford Club? Yes, they did just start a club. I don't have much information on it we'll right here, on. right now. But yeah. Well, maybe we'll ask the FPC about that. It's definitely like a spotlight-worthy club. Yeah, maybe go, we'll go hang out at their next meeting and spotlight that because that was a new club that started this year, and we learned from Seth Jones, our extracurricular... Um, Supervisor? Coordinator. Coordinator, yeah. We'll go with coordinator. Um, that... When they select new clubs, it's based on student-driven want and desire. So this was a club that came out of a student idea and students saying, like, hey, we want to pursue a club like this. So we're hearing that kids are interested. Um, so let's let's find out more next week. <laughs> yeah, we can ask the yeah, Sussman we'll, and We'll ask the FPC the what Sanya. they know about it, and then we'll get actual answers. But it, it sounds really interesting and, and a new opportunity here for our students to learn about more about that. And how are you navigating currently? Uh, we talked a little bit about the future and trying to get our students or people into the education sector, but how do you currently right now navigate the issues from teacher shortages or turnover? It, it, we're creative. Mm-hmm. Um, we are um, working with colleges and universities in ways that we've never have before to get people certified. Um, Thank goodness the state is allowing people to test for certification. So if you already are certified in maybe elementary education and you want to, I don't know, go into another field, you might be able just to test and, and take the practice. There's other colleges that are coming up with different ways to get people certified. Um, we're currently working with Point Park University out in Pittsburgh with their ABCTE program for our instructional assistants to help get them mm-hmm. um, certified in special education. So we're kind of doing a grow your own program within the district, which has proven to be really, really beneficial. Um, we are struggling with some positions, however. Um, chemistry. If anybody out there knows of a chemistry teacher <laughs> who is looking for a job, we need one at the high school. Um, there are just some areas of certification that students are just not getting into, the colleges are not producing, um, and it, it's getting harder and harder to find these positions. We are very blessed in southeastern Pennsylvania to have a lot of teaching colleges around us mm-hmm. um, and to be one of the the areas in the state that has maybe a higher um, uh, we offer a better salary package, better uh, benefits, things like that than, than other places within Pennsylvania. So we have that going for us. So when we start experiencing shortages, it makes me wonder what the rest of the state, what the mm-hmm. rest of the country is looking like. Um, but, but we have to get creative and just figure out ways to, to still get the best people in front of our kids, 
Um, but the, the old methods are no longer working. And how do you keep up with changes in employment law and regulations when it comes to education? I um, belong to several different organizations. Uh, I'm a member of the Pennsylvania uh, School Personnel Association, as well as there's a subgroup of just the Eastern Pennsylvania side, I'm a member of SHRM, which is the Society of Human Resource Management. We get regular updates from our, our solicitor. Um, it's just staying current with employment law, practices, policies, you name it, whatever's coming down the pike, we need to stay um, at top and we need to say rest of um, PDEs coming up with different um, regulations certifications things along those lines so it's just constantly learning and growing um, and just doing our best to stay ahead of the curve let's talk about some fun stuff please yeah. please please <laughs> you and I, you and I often find our, ourselves working together on some fun things like how Springford supports well-being of teacher and staff um, I'm thinking of money that we receive back from IBX or IBC, whichever one you call it, International Blue Cross, where we're able to reinvest that. You mean Independence Blue Cross? What did I say? International. International. Well, you know, it this, could go either uh, way. It's fine. Uh, it's IBX, IBC, International, Independent, <laughs> all the same. Uh, where, where we get money back from them to reinvest into our staff. And this year, we did something really creative where we just bought a bunch of, of employee wellness items and randomly throughout the year we've been giving them out to our staff and you get to go and surprise people with those prizes. And it is so cool to do that. Yeah. So in the past we've used the money. Um, so they're, they're like wellness dollars that we get from, from Independence Blue Cross. Ah. So we've used them in the past for masks when we had to deal with the mm -hmm. pandemic. We've used them for water bottles, for convocation. And, and like you said, we actually had a lot of fun this year shopping with those wellness mm -hmm. dollars to really get some fun gifts that we could give out. I think we gave some out during convocation. Mm -hmm. We gave some out right before Thanksgiving break. Um, just different fun raffles and things that we can do to to be able to, to give these pieces of equipment. Mm -hmm. um, and there are some really cool yeah. items. Everything from like an Apple Watch uh -huh. to fitness kits. And we, I think we're able, we were able to get 241 items, I think. Absolutely. Backpacks, water bottles, um, tote bags, uh, so many items. Yoga mats. Yeah. We have so many things still to give away throughout yep. the year too. Well, we still have more than half a year to go. Oh. Uh, okay. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Well, we won't be pulling your name for that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, and your department also talking about employee wellness. You guys are planning, I believe, for one of our professional development days, uh, a wellness-type clinic? Well, so we're doing two things. Okay. The HR department, um, Brittany Eisenhower, who's our benefit specialist, is putting together a vendor fair mm. um, for the January 31st, 30th yes. or 31st um, in-service day. So we're going to be bringing in like Independence Blue Cross and our 403B vendors and Delta Dental, as well as local businesses, gyms, food places, things like that, um, to kind of promote things that the district offers as far as our vendors, and then also just have some really cool things for our employees to um, to kind of visit and to, to get to know the businesses within the, the community. Mm -hmm. um, but then HR ourselves are providing our own sessions where people can just kind of come in with any questions that they might have mm -hmm. um, anything from hey I don't understand how these benefits work can you explain it to me and Brittany will work with a small group um, if somebody doesn't know how to 
I don't know, uh, upload tuition reimbursement forms. We can we can answer those questions. Any questions people have, HR is going to be there to, to help support people um, answer questions um, and just even introduce ourselves and put names and faces mm -hmm. um, out there. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a great day. Um, some good sessions as well. Katie Gardy, our director of curriculum, has taken the charge on that. I'm running a session. I think, Andrew, you're tagging into a session with Google. Yep, I'm training all of our nursing staff yeah, on yep, Google. Yep, that's right. So we'll, we'll all be out there on the 31st. And that we talked about with Bob last week uh, is one of our Act 80 days, our first Act 80 day of the year. So that'll be interesting and a, a good time. And I think everyone really appreciates those choice days where they can Absolutely. really I think hone in on skills. They're going to enjoy it. Yeah. So when we look at the future of education, you said, um, you know, none of us know where public ed is going to be in 10 years. N nobody knew three years ago where we would be today. Um, so what sort of trends are you seeing shaping the future of human resources in public education? Dun, dun, dun. Are there trends? <laughs> I, I really don't even know that yeah, there, there, there are trends at say. this point in time. Um, it really, you know, we're going more the way of technology, obviously. Um, but as far as different trends in, in education or in HR, you know, your, your rules, your policies, your procedures, the laws, they're all kind of still the same thing. Um, you know, Title IX is still Title IX. Certification is still certification. So those things are, are pretty much the same. Um, how education is delivered moving forward might change. I'm not mm -hmm. sure what that's going to look like. Um, but I don't necessarily know that there's going to be any earth-shattering changes that are going to be coming along to, to education. Knock on wood. Knock on, <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Um, you know, but at, at this point in time, we're, we're just kind of chugging along and, and seeing what's coming down the pike. It is always interesting when you meet up with somebody in the same career, like human resources, but in public sector mm -hmm. um, and not education. It's not only a different language, but an entirely different expectation. So somebody else in, you know, corporate HR might say, oh, well, the trends are saying this. Um, we don't, yeah, we don't necessarily in our roles have that. We don't, education doesn't pivot as quickly mm -hmm. as private industry does. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's a benefit, but I also think that's a, that's a problem as well. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's funny when you do talk to like peers, but in different industries, there are some things that they're saying, but the, there's other things that they look like you at you like you've got to be kidding. You do what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you dealing with? Um, what's the certification and why do they need to do all like there, there's so many more more hoops and and red tape within education that you just kind of have to deal with that you may or may not need to, to deal with, you know, um, in outside industry. So if, if someone's listening and they want to be an HR professional one day. What would you recommend? Ornamental horticulture? Run far, <laughs> run fast. No. Um, you know, I suggest that they, they give it a try. It, it really is um, an incredible opportunity for somebody in human resources who, who wants to work more closely with people in a, in a very supportive setting um, with people. And, and I'm not saying that, that people don't care about their jobs, so that's not what I'm saying. But, but in education... Um, it really is an amazing employee who works for a school district. Mm -hmm. um, you work with people who their their heart and their soul is kids, right? So 
they want to do everything they can to provide great opportunities for students. And when you work for an organization that has that goal and that sole focus, and everybody's kind of going in that direction, it really can be an amazing place to work. Um, and again, I'm not saying that that can't happen in, in other businesses, but I, I do think um, it happens more so in, in the realm of education. Well, Beth, thank you for pulling back the curtain and showing us probably the behind the scenes of one of the hardest working departments in Springford and in education. Uh, we would literally not be here without you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you hired both of us. You hired Rich, you hired Brandon. Um, you probably hired a three quarters of the people in this building right now. So literally we could not be here without you well i'm glad i could do whatever i could to to bring us all together <laughs> then <laughs> so before we end here beth i always like to do some random questions ram random because we're mm -hmm. springboard rams so first and i'll give you a couple seconds to answer i, I need them as quick as possible where is your favorite place on earth oh okay may i mean i'm not you but... <laughs> <laughs> thank you beth for responding i appreciate that <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, probably, probably the shore. Any beach, I'm happy with. <laughs> Do you read? Yes. So, what book are you reading right now? I have a couple going right now, um, and I'm trying to remember the titles of them, and I'm drawing a blank. So, please ask me another question. How do you like your coffee? I like my coffee hot, like really hot, with cream. Good. Well, thank you so much. Is that it? That's, That's it. it. Super easy for you. All right. Thank easy, you so easy. much. And I even answered one of them for you. You, you, you really did. I, I'm, I'm glad you were here. I'm glad I could hire you so you could answer yep. my questions for me. You're welcome. You hired me to ask them? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and thanks, everybody, for listening to our second back episode of the Ramcast. We will talk to you in two weeks. Next time. Next thanks, time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening and make sure to rate and review this podcast. We have new episodes of the Ramcast every other Wednesday. The Ramcast is produced by the Office of Communications, Marketing, and Media. And special thanks to our audiovisual technician, Rich Prevetti. Thanks, everyone.